0: It's Friday of the second week of Lent. Welcome to today's LentCast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. Today's Roman station is San Vitale. St. Vitalis was an ancient martyr, perhaps a soldier, who was racked to death near Ravenna, maybe in the time of the emperor Marcus Aurelius. Another story has him being buried alive. Perhaps both happened, martyrs often had terrible ends as their tormentors tried to kill them in creative ways one after another. Tradition has it that Vitalis was the father of Saints Gervasius and Protasius, martyrs in Milan, whose relics were discovered by Saint Ambrose and whose tomb they now share. This church was built at the very site of a shrine to the martyrs by a Roman matron named Vestina in about the year 400. St. Vitale's name was eventually added and the church itself is the last of the tituli in the ancient lists. St. Gregory the Great selected San Vitale as a station church and associated it with widows who in the ancient church had their own order like virgins. When you visit the church in Rome off the Via Nazionale, you go down many stairs in order to reach the porch that was added. The descent shows you how far down below the surface many ancient things are in Rome. The epistle in the gospel of the extraordinary form of Holy Mass today have Joseph being cast into a pit by his brothers, and also the parable of the Lord about the son of the man who owned a vineyard who was slain by wicked servants. Both foreshadow the passion and death of the Lord, a death in which St. Vitalis, as a martyr, reflected in his own moment of final perseverance. The readings also explore the sin of jealousy or envy. St. John Fisher, was once the titular cardinal of this church. He was martyred by the murderous Henry VIII of England. From Roman Pilgrimage by George Weigel Jealousy, it seems, can be woven into the fabric of divine providence and the divine project in history through the mysterious workings of grace. That was Dante's view in the Divine Comedy. Following his theological master, Thomas Aquinas, the Florentine poet treats jealousy or envy as the perversion of a virtue. The virtue in question is the satisfaction a good person takes in the accomplishments, the good luck, or the simple goodness of another. Inverted, that virtue becomes sorrow for another's good, according to Aquinas, or in Dante's variant love of one's own good perverted to a desire to deprive other men of theirs. In the Purgatorio the envious are purified on the second cornice of lower Purgatory, which is halfway up Mount Purgatory. Sitting like paupers or beggars in rough cloth, they weep through eyes sewn shut with wire, a fit punishment for those who have enjoyed the sight of others in trouble, or others cast down. Each group of sinners on Mount Purgatory recites a prayer appropriate to the purification it is undergoing. The particular prayer of the envious is the litany of saints, as they invoke the aid of the men and women of all time who have rejoiced in the good, their own or others. In this they are guarded by the angel of generosity. Purged of their sin, the jealous will, when they are purified, be able to see things aright. Which means being able, like the saints whose litany they chant, to take satisfaction from the good of others, as well as being grateful for their own good. Dorothy L. Sayers' summary of this tableau in her Commentary on the Divine Comedy can help sharpen today's examination of conscience. Envy, invidia, differs from pride in that it contains always an element of fear. The proud man is self-sufficient, rejecting with contempt the notion that anybody can be his equal or superior. The envious man is afraid of losing something by the admission of superiority in others, and therefore looks with grudging hatred upon other men's gifts and good fortune, taking every opportunity to run them down or deprive them of their happiness. On the second cornice, therefore, the eyes which could not endure to look upon joy are sealed from the glad light of the sun and from the sight of other men. Clad in the garments of poverty and reduced to the status of blind beggars who live on alms, the envious sit amid the barren and stony wilderness, imploring the charity of the saints, their fellow men.